Hi, today is June 18th. Uh, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in NVIDIA. Thanks. Okay, uh, to start off today's episode, uh, I want to read a like very thoughtful email that was sent to me um, talking about uh, their story on basically getting got. And I'm reading this n- not to shame at all, but really reading this to remind everyone that's listening that no matter where you are in life, no matter how much, how many times I can personally tell you, like, you know, try not to do these uh, certain things, uh, that it takes you to actually get got to learn. And if you haven't gotten got, this is a story from someone that believed that they couldn't get got essentially and it's just one more time a reminder for you going into next week on monday to be cognizant that it can happen to you like this is just one of those things that's like a reminder like don't text and drive don't drink and drive like all these things can happen to you um and getting got is one of them so the email reads and by the way, if you hear cuts in the audio, it's me messing up a sentence pretty hard, and I'm going to just record over it. Um, but it reads, Hey, Junie, congrats on your 100th episode of the Theta Game Podcast. I discovered Theta Game Strategies about one to two months ago. A video from a YouTuber named Benjamin, Power of Options Investing, got me interested in trading options. And I had heard about Theta Game before, casually explained, I think, another YouTuber, Shout out to, shout out to casually explained by the way, um, and decided to look for strategies. I found Mikey's channel and watched most of his videos, as well as some from Tastyworks and Tasty Trade. He recommended you in one of his early strategy tutorials, something along the line of, "There's also a good podcast on Theta Gang from a guy named Juni. I think he has about nine episodes. Awesome to see that you're still consistently recording the podcast. I have been listening to your episodes at the gym." while going for groceries, on my way to university and work, trying to catch up to the episodes and picking a few titles that I think apply to me. I wanted to email you because of your recent podcasts, 99 to 100, uh, Naked Calls, and Puts, uh, episode 97, where everyone gets got. So, I got got. And it is not fun to admit, but it was 110% my own fault and I had it coming. I am upset with myself for making poor decisions and a little nauseous and ashamed about the amount of money that I lost. I am a little afraid and ashamed to tell my family and friends since it is not normal. It is not a normal amount someone would invest or bet with within my social circle. That is why I would like to write it down in an email if that is okay with you. So before I continue reading the email, I just want to take a quick pause and say like this is going to be one of the realest emails like I've ever like basically read on the podcast and one of the things that really pointed out is just the whole line about uh, being a little afraid or ashamed to tell family and friends and that is some of the like the most like that's one of the bravest things like I've ever like been told because it takes a lot to say that Right. When you get got, you don't want to tell someone that you bought out the money calls and lost 30,000 bucks or whatever amount or, you know, on this play, because it's it's not normal to do that. 
Um, and what has happened is just you getting a little overexcited um, and, you know, not being aware of some risk and then getting got. And then you don't have anyone to back you up or tell to relieve some of that stress because you're just so ashamed of it and you just kind of uh scrunch in and you um think you're alone when you're not you can come to the twitch live stream and you know let it out a little bit too but this is this is a super real email and i appreciate you so much for writing this in uh, i'm gonna keep you anonymous here but um yeah i i'll go ahead and give a little bit of tidbit after finishing this email about you know um, you know, what I would do from your current situation and then forward and just maybe a few words of encouragement. But again, thank you for writing this in. I'm going to continue reading this email and uh, let's get into it. Okay, so continuing. Um, I am still okay from a financial point of view. Uh, that's about a minus 30% of portfolio. I've calculated that I will be able to regain the losses in about four to five months of salary minus living expenses. But it is still a substantial amount of money. Also, I am a student, so luckily I do not have any big expenses I have to worry about. I am also up on my normal investments, but those gains do not come close to the crypto loss. I am lucky to have a part-time job that pays well. Summary of what happened. I wanted to invest into crypto and decided to allocate about 25% of my portfolio. I found the futures button in my Binance app, and that is basically where it went downhill. I was trading Bitcoin on about 10 times leverage on the mobile app, which makes it even worse, in my opinion. Over the process of a few weeks, my balance declined with big wins and big losses at first, basically gambles. Me and a few people from a Discord that I am in noticed a price tr trend, and I then started to trade that range, which worked out great for a week or two until last night, where it became clear that while being 10 times leverage is great for profits, it can also get you got quick. To make a long story a little shorter, I was short and the price shot up substantially while I was watching football plus drinking with friends and did not have any stops. I added some extra capital to my Binance account to raise the liquidation price of my position, but at the end of the night, I decided to bite the bullet and close the position. I also removed the remaining funds from my Binance account. Loss. At the end, I lost my 5,000 euro initial deposit and about 1 to 2k euro, which I added to prevent liquidation, about 8,000 USD in total. I want to add the amounts for realization of the about the loss for myself. I removed the remaining funds from my account and have decided to focus on wheeling stocks I am interested in, as well as my normal investment account relatively safe. I have read a bunch of books about finance, investing, risk, emotion and management, trading in the zone etc. Listen to podcasts of great advice like yours, and I still made some of the most stupid and basic mistakes while trading. The weird thing is, I knew it while I was trading, and for some reason, it didn't click. While typing the above part about the trade summary, it seems obvious where it went wrong, but as I said earlier, it didn't get through to me. Also, I'm currently studying quantitative finance and want to get a career in trading. This makes the loss feel a little worse for me personally. Besides losing money, which is never fun, I acted in a way that makes me question if I should even continue studying finance, since I tr traded against most things I've learned in the last few years. This is not a good way of thinking, of course, and you bet I'm going to finish my degree, I, but still makes me doubt myself a little. The ironic thing is, as I was listening to your 100th episode this morning, 
there was an email with a similar message that you have given advice of, on these kinds of trades thousands of times, but it seems that it had just clicked. For example, I was listening to the Naked Put Call episode and thought, wow, that's so risky and dangerous while trading on crypto 10 times leveraged myself. So moving forward, I like to focus more on basic data game strategies, mostly wheeling maybe 10-20% in poor man cover calls. I've already done this for a few weeks and it has been great so far. I also closed my Binance account temporarily. I also feel like I have learned several lessons from this experience, although it was quite expensive. I really appreciate your podcast and listening to the, the Everyone Gets Got again after my gottening feels different, but in a good way. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch the streams since they are usually at 3 a.m. for me. Uh, tongue face. Uh, also, sorry for the extensive essay and possible errors I wrote in one go to vent. Uh, however, writing this down has helped me deal with the loss and better realize my mistakes. Thanks. That was probably the best email that has ever been sent to me. And thank you again one more time uh, for sending it in for you know all of us to like take a step back and learn from. Uh, it's so true. Like when you're when you're in the hole and you're getting that greed monster uh, sneaking up behind you, and you're thinking like, oh, you know, it, it's not gonna happen to me. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm trading on leverage because, um, or like on margin, uh, because I want to maximize my gains. And then you, there's this like cloud of there's these clouds that uh, cloud your vision of just what can possibly happen on the other side in case if, you know, something went down or in your case, you know, something going up when you're shorting something. Uh, and it's hard to understand that when that greed monster is behind you and, you know, whispering things in your ear, it's, it's saying like, you know, it's not going to happen to you. You open up the open up or start shorting this or, you know, sell this naked call and hearing it while the greed monster isn't behind you doesn't, it, it, th there's no connection there because you, you just think like, oh, it's so obvious. Like, why would anybody ever do that? But, you know, like I said, uh, take this moment to reflect, learn. Um, it, it's definitely, you definitely have reflected already and definitely learned a lot um, just by writing this email. But take some time off, you know, trade, trade casually. You know, this isn't the end of the world. Definitely stay in school, finish the degree. I'm so glad you typed that because I was just thinking the entire time when you said that, um, you know, it was making you rethink things. Everybody gets got. You need to remember that. I've gotten got before. Um, you know, a lot of people in my Discord have gotten got before. We share stories all the time. Uh, everyone gets got. And the, the, just going back to the, the old th the thing that you mentioned before about, like, being afraid to tell your family and friends is that that is the same for everybody that gets got no one likes to say hey i bought i bought out the money puts on gamestop because i wanted to go against wall street bets um and i i lost 50k no one wants to admit that and the ones that are due are rare and that's why they get the glorified losses on the front page of wall street bets but most people don't talk about those and it's a shame that you know, most of those people that do get got are the loudest when they win on smaller positions when they're overall down red. But that's that's me trying to trigger some people. But that's not the time and place for this. So I'll dial that back. Um, going forward, um, I'm glad that you are allocating ten to twenty percent to poor man cover calls because 
honestly, if I was in your position, I wouldn't even do them. Um, I would just focus on wheeling companies you like and using the capital you would have used for poor man's covered calls to help your wheels in case that they start going down. Uh, I like that you basically graphed out uh, how long it would take for you to recoup your losses with your salary. You said it about four or five months. I think that was very responsible of you. I think a lot of people don't do that. And so they think they're stuck in a hole and they just straight up quit. Like they, they just quit trading. So it's, it's good that you have this like mental fortitude to like not only take the loss, stop the loss, but then also come up with a timeline into which where you'll be back to like quote normal. Of course, you still have the losses that you can like write off in your taxes and that you can um, uh, just recoup with gains maybe like as you get more comfortable with trading. But I think you getting got now will make you one of the you know, cool, cooler um, financial analysts or where, whatever, wherever you want to go with this um, career that you're setting yourself up for. You're just going to be able to talk from such a empathetic uh, point of view in case if someone, you know, what happens if you become like your first entry job is like being like a, like a tasty works customer service representative, right? You know everything about trading, you know, you know all this on all that. And then, you know, you notice that someone that's calling you is saying like, oh, you know, I have all these naked calls that are out and I um, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sitting on this loss. What can I do to help me? And you will know exactly how they're feeling. You'll be able to talk to them in like uh, in a point of view that where you'd want to be talked to like that. Right. Like imagine if you were telling someone that you got got like on a customer service line and they just talk like like they're kind con- of like kind con- they talk condescendingly to you. And that wouldn't, that's not the juice. Like they, you, that wouldn't feel good. But you going through this, learning from it, having a plan on getting out from it. Like if, I, I am so into the whole like mental health thing right now, just cause with everything like going on with my mom. And it's like, I'm just imagining if someone was taking a huge fat loss and was like crying, like it, it's sad and it's like, Yes, it's also obvious they shouldn't have done it in the first place, but they did it, and that's that's why they're stuck. If they were crying, and they were calling you on some customer service line, and you were helping them with their trades, and you know going through their portfolio and getting them out of this situation, you're going to be one of the cooler people to talk to. Like I mentioned on my live stream that I'm 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 actually streaming right now, and you know we're we're like learning together. I was talking about in my stream. Uh, like an hour ago talking about I have this very specific customer representative from Tastyworks that I email for all my like trading questions just because I understand like wow this person you know also does trading like me or has much the same trading style and then you know it, it's just nice having that person um, be able to understand the, the, the good parts of trading but also the scary parts and the bad side of trading and yeah I, I mean, I only see positives from this position forward. You you have definitely learned what it's like to get got. And you will absolutely be aware of, you know, when, when you're in the same position again and you won't be making the same mistake. And if you do, for the very, very off chance and you get got twice, people go through that too. Not as often because most people will quit after they get got the first time. But I'm happy... Um, that you know you're you've cut the losses you're on a you have a plan to get yourself out and that you're still continuing to trade 
but more importantly, that you're still continuing your education in a career that I think is very rewarding. Next up, the ThetaGang.com website updates. Uh, this week, uh, I fixed a call credit call and put credit spread bug where it wouldn't let you to, uh, on to the next step if you had certain strikes. Um, and then I also fixed a navigation bug where if you went to someone's profile and then clicked in your name, it wouldn't the site wouldn't navigate you to your name. But that's all been fixed, and the site is just a little bit better because. Patrons report bugs, users report bugs, all to juni at datagame.com. And if you can or if it's applicable, uh, please send screenshots. Thank you. Today we're talking about lower IV or lower implied volatility uh, and theta gang style trades. Um, I want to give a shout out to the patron that requested this topic, Empty Cans. Uh, and in last week's episode on you know uh, basically introducing people to theta gang style strategies, uh, that's Malt Man. I want to give a shout out there. Um, and so trading in lower implied volatility like why does that matter uh why is that even a question uh theta gang uh type of strategies like selling or writing options um and you get paid for those contracts that you write these are um the amount that you receive is based on you know how probable the option contract is of making you a profit um, and some of that value is determined by the amount of volatility that the stock has. Um, and so say, for example, you are trading uh, a very, you know, very stable stock, something like, um, what's a good example? You know, let's just say Apple, though Apple compared to even other stocks has like pretty high implied volatility. But let's compare Apple to Tesla. Tesla has pretty high implied volatility uh, compared uh, compared to Apple. So Tesla options will generally give you more premium per dollar than selling a Apple contract or Apple option. So if you're an options seller uh, or, or AKA writer, they're the same thing, uh, then you prefer to sell with higher implied volatility because you get paid more. But being paid more also gives you more risk Right, the volatility you getting paid for is justified, or AKA priced in. There's there's no such thing as like free money. If something has high volatility and you sell an option against it, you better expect the worst to happen. If you don't expect the worst to happen, that's where you start getting got because you're not talking about or thinking about the max loss scenario. So the reason why uh, the topic of lower implied volatility with theta gain is a question is not necessarily a, on a per company basis, right? We, we can absolutely go there, but this question, um, in the discord from the patrons 
was definitely spawned around the context of lower implied volatility in general. So, you know, you can view the volatility of the market by going to your favorite broker app and going to the symbol VIX, V as in volatility. <laughs> uh, and that will show you the general volatility of where the market is at right now. My short answer is that you should just keep your money invested uh, for as long as possible and as often as possible. There's no, like I've, I've mentioned that cat on my cash is a position podcast that although cash is a position, it's a losing one. You are losing to inflation and right now that's more relevant than ever. Um, just with inflation being higher than normal right now because of the stimulus and the coronavirus side effects and all that stuff. So if you choose to trade exclusively Theta Gang and you are cash, say like half of the year, you're not doing yourself a service. You should actually just be thinking about you know buying stock uh, and then doing some strategy like that. If you are always um, gun shy, like if you are always scared to write options, um, because you're not getting the optimal premium, you you set yourself up for almost failure here because you're not keeping your money invested. Where if you had just put it into SPY or QQQ, yes, you're susceptible to ups and downs. You're not doing that cool thing where you're scalping premium, but at least you're staying invested because chances are if you zoom out from SPY or QQQ, where does the graph go? The graph usually goes up. So with all that said, I'm going to talk about a story that I've talked about multiple times on the podcast, but it's even more relevant now. So before coronavirus happened, before the big coronavirus crash, I was doing data gain style strategies. I was writing call credit spreads, put credit spreads. I was getting very good at those. I moved up to cash secured puts and I got pretty good at those. And I started doing cash secured puts on pretty big companies. Uh, I started writing cash secured puts on Apple, on Nvidia, and Visa and all this stuff. And I started rotating them, profit, profit triggers were firing. I was having a great time all while in an environment that had really low implied volatility because this is before Corona happened. In the stock market, all it was doing was just like creeping upwards and I was just collecting my premium, I was chilling, I was like doing okay. Now, what ended up happening was coronavirus. And in, in the midst of all that, uh, because no one knew how far we were going to go down. So I had written puts on NVIDIA, um, Visa, and Apple. And that totaled up to around $80,000. I went to uh, a bachelor party in Cabo. Uh, and then on the way back, the market started crashing. I was at the airport looking at like a 30K loss or something. Something absurd. Um, and then, you know, the alternative was, Hey, you know what? Just get assigned. But looking back in retrospect being 2020, the amount of premium that I was getting to write those options now give me more context into what is worth writing for and getting assigned for. So, um, like I would receive maybe like, you know, 80 bucks for investing maybe like, uh, like $12,000 writing the Apple put when now I probably wouldn't even entertain that idea because I understand that there could be a violent rip downwards. Maybe there's a new strain of coronavirus. Maybe more lockdowns start to come back up. Who knows? You know, chances of that pretty low, but it can still happen. But now I'm more cognizant of during low implied volatility, like we're kind of experiencing right now, um, 
because you know after the fed is over or the fed announcement is over volatility settles again Vol volatility in general goes up whenever there's a big announcement like that but after you get into this rut of just implied volatility being low so you have this like balance and juggling act that you're doing of okay uh i want to stay invested but i don't want to receive a small amount of premium for the amount of risk that i'm taking and that is absolutely why you find stocks and companies that you love and you make the reason of going into the stock not the premium that you receive from the volatility but because you just genuinely like the stock let's revisit a point that i brought up a few minutes ago about uh staying invested that is probably one of the only constant things that you should have or one of the constant rules that you should keep in the forefront of your mind when you're trading is that like if you don't keep your money invested there's no way that's going to grow and it's again a losing position because of inflation so just with that by that rule if you start trading theta gain strategies and you start taking your foot off the gas pedal and you start trading less you need to find some way to supplement that by buying stock because you're incentivized to buy stock in lower implied volatility environments because or for example if you wanted to not even buy stock maybe you want to continue learning more about options you can even start buying calls or buying puts it's just it's these lower implied volatility environments where you buy an option for cheap or you buy a stock for you know whatever the market price is that you seek to gain them you seek to gain the most in violent rips up or down depending on if you're on the right side of the trade but because you bought during low implied volatility environments you gain quote unquote more um but if you want to stay in a theta gain style strategy like i do i trade exclusively theta gain strategy because it's just it's just part of the brand it's you know everyone's watching my trades and i don't i i can't risk trading and doing 20k out the money calls on like tesla or something i can't do that right i have i have too many people watching so what i do is during low implied volatility environments like right now or maybe like you know a few a few months ago i'm sticking with the plan i'm only trading what i like to trade and you know this is one of the moments where you think like okay here goes juni talking about the same dang thing over and over and over again but this is the this is where the greed monster is not behind you and telling you to buy these out the money call options um, or like this stock that you've never heard of that you just finally saw a headline on today, right? If that monster is not there, um, or if that monster is there, it's not this is this is not going to be received well. Like you're going to think like, okay, yeah, buy stock that you genuinely like, big deal. But if you get in the assignment territory of writing a put, you're going to be receiving stock that you like and you can hold on to that. Yes, if you're still in a low implied volatility scenario, writing covered calls isn't going to break in a lot of premium. And I understand sitting on a red position could feel bad, but at least you haven't lost money per se or lost premium from buying risky options during low implied volatility. What I'm mainly trying to say is during low implied volatility, you're going to hear a lot of people talk about, hey, this is when you start buying options. And while that is that is a strategy you can employ or deploy, it's very important that you still use your, your all the 
financial responsibility uh, topics that you've uh, learned before, like not buying too many calls, uh, sticking with the profit trigger, like when are you going to exit the calls if you start making a profit? A lot of people learn about a new strategy at the core fundamental level of like say like low low and high volatility buy calls and they then they'll forget about everything else and they'll start going really headstrong into just buying calls and then when the market like say corrects the other way then they're out of money or they don't know when to double down and they forget about everything else so i think that moving to other strategies during low and high volatility there's validity there in doing that but make sure that you stick with what you know and if you don't know a particular strategy just like how i said that you should practice with call and put credit spreads leading up to bigger and bigger cash secured puts you need to do that same exact thing if you want to employ a different strategy during low implied volatility environments if you are in a low implied volatility environment and you want to just do theta gain style trades then i would just say that just continue running the cash secured puts that you like on companies um, and then supplement any sort of cash that you might be holding by buying stock that you uh, genuinely like. Okay, you can follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang where I stream uh, live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang. You can email me at juni at thetagang.com. Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That's Theta Gang, one word, all caps. Um, and I want to give an extended shout out to, let me bring up a new window. And I can take my time here because this is the outro. Uh, switch to this profile a new window nice let me see all right you want to give a extended shout out to bingo bingo andrew ec kim mike d slow motion jzn malop soups mojo can't make money irl empty cans mods own year boop 2865 mitch brady seven Craig Thomas, G.J. Wilson, McFly, Statistic Good Random, Tom Thomas, Mr. Integrity, Drevy, Island Bell, Wheaton, Na, Oda, Cheese, Maltman, 1856, Shyvanis, NM, M. Hayden, Little, Mr. Sneezy, Mental Dum Dum, Grandpa, 95, Gorlami, Salami, Leo Jetson, Fancy Wolf, Need the River, Jacinda, Wolkai, Norfist, Fury, Bad Trader, Chicken Dinner, Ober, Slava Litvin, Ivan Yurkinov, Red, Red Green Blue, Roadster 99, Dissentia, Taco Tuesday, Arfman, Lord Skeletor, Radovan, 1986, Razor Reservist, The Jester, Crispy Cream Boy, Hermes Kaput, Restier, Shifty, AG, and SS88. <sighs> Oh, nice. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, everyone in chat because uh, this entire podcast was actually recorded live um, on my um, on my very first uh, during market live stream. Uh, this was held on again today on June 18th. So this was a pretty big deal. We have uh, Academy Impossible, Arfman, Bulk Ninja, Canada Jeebus. Um, Empty Cans, John Tran, Maltman, Rogue Girl, Sad Girl, <laughs> Stanmere, 
uh, Stygian Sticks, Super Gracias, Taz, Tom Toms, TJ Hicks, Tom Hamas, Virgo Pros, 1XD, and Demon Kitty. That was Today was cool. I mean, we still have an hour until market open. Um, we talked about a lot today. We opened an NVIDIA trade together. We opened an AMD trade together. Um, and we're going to follow up on those on Tuesday. And this was cool. I mean, I'd imagine if I did Theta Game full-time, this would be like my Monday through Friday type of deal where I just stream the entire market open. Um... And then maybe like I keep the market on the side of a window and then maybe I'm coding. Like I'm not, I'm sure that, you know, I'm not just talking about stocks like literally the entire time, but just like being the central hub for, you know, uh, people that do this type of trading uh, and being like the Monday through Friday type of uh, just channel just to be always be available during market hours. I think that's just like a genuinely cool idea. And that about wraps it up. I'll go and see everybody on the Tuesday live stream at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there.